Hare Krishna, welcome to the Prabhu Podcast Network, sponsored by HareKrishna.com. This being the first uh, podcast that I'm attempting, and I'm doing it uh, ad lib as such, you know, not nothing written down or whatever. This question has been asked of me since practically the day I went out preaching, the day I went, joined, and uh, many years back in 1969. And uh, what I, you, one would go into a class or one would uh, be talking to individuals or a group. And uh, afterwards, you would ask people uh, for questions. And you were anticipating or hoping that they would question you about uh, the content of your uh, talk, you know, which was basically, you know, the basic aspects of Krishna consciousness philosophy. But inevitably, someone would uh, ask the question, uh, how did you become a devotee? And, uh, of course, we were young back then, and uh, everyone mostly that we were talking to was the same age, and they were very curious as to know just how it was that you ended up with a shaved head, doty, uh, bead bag, and so on, and a, pony t- a little ponytail at the back of your head and uh, in T-lock and so on. So, <coughs> of course, in those days, um, I, you know, I would give uh, a little recitation about um, <coughs> how I first uh, came in contact with the devotees and uh, thinking that, you know, this was how I came to Krishna consciousness. Because, of course, I didn't really understand the philosophy to the point that uh, I could comprehend how coming to Krishna consciousness, first of all, begins by the fact that one is a spirit soul and that ultimately you are, as such, a Krishna conscious. In other words, you originally were Krishna conscious and now you're just remembering um, what you were previously. So, <coughs> that being said, uh, then of course there's many lifetimes of uh, preparation in most cases. Not in all cases, and not perhaps uh, in the case of uh, devotees who came to uh, Krishna consciousness via Lord Chaitanya's mercy uh, through his uh, divine representative, uh, Sampradayacharya, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, who you know came to the West and um, began preaching, and uh, we decided to join <coughs> uh, based on uh, based on many factors, really. But um, the story that I told back in the early days was that um, I, um, like many people at that time, was uh, searching for something, not knowing exactly what but not being satisfied with uh, life as it was, life as uh, the society was 
laying out for us, namely, you know, middle class life, uh, getting a degree, getting a job, having a family, and so on. And uh, we sort of dropped out, uh, you know, commonly known as beginning a hippie. <coughs> I did this, I was in university, and then uh, we left and became, uh, we and my then partner, who became the, the mother to my daughter, uh, went to uh, a beach on the on the west coast of Vancouver Island called Wreck Bay. And this was a kind of a mecca for devotees at that time. And uh, the word had gotten out all up and down the coast that this is the place to go. And uh, there was very little interference by any authorities and one could just uh, go down on the beach, which was full of logs and uh, with uh, some uh, rolls of plastic and just sort of make themselves a little house. And I, I had gone there early in the season because uh, <coughs> this is my home base. I was uh, uh, raised in my early ages in, in Vancouver Island, lived there, went to the University of Victoria. So, you know, I knew the area very, very well and uh, I went there early and set up a little place uh, up on the bank. And uh, uh, people who had come in contact with devotees from uh, San Francisco who had gone to some of the programs there and had learned some of the mantras, particularly the Hare Krishna mantra and a few others, they would uh, attend our sort of evening get-togethers, you know, the potlatch kind of an idea. And we would, uh, you know, beat on drums and every anyone who had a groovy idea of what to do would, uh, you know, uh, instruct people what to do. And then, of course, these people would, it started us uh, chanting. <coughs> And uh, it was there that I learned the mantra and the, the chanting. Um, I did start chanting, and not regularly or anything. And uh, when the summer was over and uh, we had to move because uh, <laughs> that part of the country just gets deluged in the winter with rain, so we went to the east coast of Vancouver Island and a friend started visiting us, and he um, had attended or kind of roamed between different groups, and he also spent some time, some days, at the Hare Krishna Temple in Vancouver. So he would come and visit us periodically, and uh, taught us how to chant all the mantras, how to cook halva and various uh, uh, Hare Krishna dishes, and um, and got uh, got us into uh, into the chanting. Um, and we were kind of a little group, not a, a big commune, but a little group of uh, personnel of persons who all seemed to be attracted to the chanting. Of that group, uh, most became devotees. Um, Bahudak Das, who was became the, the longtime temple president of Vancouver, 
Bala Krishna Das, who spent his whole life in Krishna consciousness. And uh, in fact, the person that uh, instructed us originally, he never did uh, so surrender as such. the end of part one Prabhu podcast for July 12, 2005. Hare Krishna.